1: liberty, and truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul.
2: Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort has been released early from prison to home confinement today amid coronavirus concerns.
3: The 71-year-old was released this morning from FCI Loretto, a low-security prison in Pennsylvania, according to his attorney. Manafort had been sentenced to more than seven years in prison after being convicted as part of the special counsel's Russia investigation. His attorneys had asked the Bureau of Prisons to release him to home confinement arguing he was at high risk for coronavirus because of his age and pre-existing medical conditions. Manafort was among the first people to be charged in the special counsel's investigation, which examined possible coordination between the Trump campaign and Russia. I'm Julie Walker.
2: Also at townhall.com, House Minority Whip Steve Scalise is blasting Democrats for calling on certain companies to return PPP loans from the CARES Act. House correspondent Bernie Bennett has more.
0: House Minority Whip Steve Scalise, the top Republican on a newly formed coronavirus committee, blasted Democrats on Tuesday for demanding a handful of companies return federal loans received through the Paycheck Protection Program. The first action taken by Democrats after establishing the committee was to demand that five companies return funding they received last month under the PPP, arguing the federal assistance was meant to help businesses with fewer than 500 employees stay afloat during the pandemic. GOP lawmakers on the panel argued that the move by Democrats was partisan Could potentially risk the further loss of jobs. Bernie Bennett in Washington.
2: House Democrats pushing to spend another $3 trillion on coronavirus relief. It may clear the Democrat controlled House, but faces an uncertain future in the Republican led Senate. Wholesale prices slid a record 1.3% in April, led by a 19% plunge in the cost of energy, according to the Labor Department. The Dow is down 473 points. More on these stories at townhall.com.
4: We're about to hear a commercial for a very unique mortgage team that has a very specific advantage that could save your family monthly and lifelong money. Two things you should know. One, we were started by a dad and his son and his wife and his sister in law, and we've grown to be a faith focused mortgage team that's helping families across the U.S. We're faith and family at our core, and we don't hide it. Two, we've still stayed fairly small on purpose we're only about a couple dozen people a makeup that we believe lets us truly know every person that calls but we also have a big advantage our company is a direct lender which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls a reality that often allows us to get you a better rate which could save you monthly and lifelong money we or United Faith Mortgage at unitedfaithmortgage United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp, twenty five Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer or corporate animalist number thirteen thirty. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah.
1: Freedom fifteen seventy, ringing liberty and truth on this Wednesday morning. Glad you're with us. Like it matters. Radio is next. Forecast wise. Clouds today, scattered rain showers, a high around 60. Showers likely lingering into the evening with a low near 52, so not nearly as chilly. And then for tomorrow, we'll see mostly cloudy skies, but a high in the low to mid 70s. Some sunshine and a high around 70 come Friday. For Freedom 1570. Mark Levin, wants America to wake up? When is the last time you saw Joe Biden seriously questioned for 15 minutes? This guy's going to meet with the head of China, Xi. He's going to meet with Putin. He's going to negotiate peace deals in the Middle East. He's rambling. He's mumbling. He's buffoonish. He is showing symptoms of some form of dementia. Everybody knows it, especially the experts. And yet every damn one of them says nothing. Mark Levin, weeknights at 5, right before Sebastian Gorka at 8 on Freedom 1570. The team at Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains wants you to know that they're open and here to care for our community. As an essential service provider, they will continue to provide plumbing and drain services during these trying times. They've always practiced the highest standards of health and safety, including wearing gloves and shoe covers. They've now added wearing masks, social distancing, and stringent sanitizing to keep your family safe. When you call, they're screening during the scheduling process to provide an extra layer of protection. Paul Bunyan Plumbing and Drains, providing legendary safe service to our community.
5: Millions plan for retirement online, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home, and give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family friends or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced
2: at US Taxpayer Expense.
0: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better
4: when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black.
6: It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, We're going to be talking about all things China. All things China. You know, um, there is an elephant in the room in the world that we're not talking about, uh, and it's called China. China has great plans and effective strategy for world domination politically and militarily and economically. Uh, And today we're actually going to be joined by a friend of the show, uh, an author. Uh, I've had him on the show a couple times with a couple of his books, Mr. Daniel Wagner, he'll be joining us in the next segment. And uh, just to lay it out, you know, I remember when people run for president, you know, I remember Mitt Romney was uh, criticized because he had told uh, uh, Barack Obama that uh, that Russia uh, is the biggest geopolitical uh, problem for us. And he was correct uh, at that time to a degree. I think he was right. I think uh, Russia uh, was in the middle of uh, messing with our elections. Russia still has the old, uh, the flair in them. They want to be great like they used to be. And so I'm not downplaying the threat of Russia. Uh, but what I am saying is China. Uh, China is a big deal. Uh, China has a strategy. China has a plan. China has billions of people. You know, I have been to both Russia and China. Uh, and one thing I saw when I was in Ch- Russia was that uh uh, there were buildings being built for years that were never finished. There were people at uh, 10 o'clock in the morning uh, drinking vodka on the side of the uh, the cafes. Uh, boy, but when I went to China, uh, China to me looked like our own cities in America, clean. Uh, people were respectful. Uh, people put their head down to just worked. There were t- millions of bikes on the road everywhere, hard work and dedicated, uh, very clear to see. Uh, and uh, today we're going to talk about China because it's a big deal. And so today we're going to talk about all things China. Uh, I mean, look at our medical situation. Look what's going on with this coronavirus and look what, how China's profiting. And we're going to talk about that some today. And not just profiting, profiting economically by getting all the personal protection equipment ahead of time and then uh, ramping up the sale of it and making a lot of money. But uh, they have world domination uh, in mind in mind. It uh, reminds me of a story I heard years ago. I tell this story since we're doing everything, all things China, I'll tell this story. Uh, There was this Chinese general who had a noble cause and his cause was he wanted to change the world. As he sat down to figure out how he was going to change the world, he realized he had to first start with his own country since he had authority there. As he sat down to figure out how he was going to change his country, he realized he had to first start with his community. Since he and his family resided in said community, as he sat down to figure out how he's going to change his community, he realized he had to first start with his family since his family were the pillars of that community. as he sat down to figure out how he's going to change his family, he came to a dawning realization that the only person he could change was himself, and that change in himself might create change in his family. And that change in his family might create change in his community, that change in the community might create change in his country, and that, ladies and gentlemen, just might change the world. And after that, I'd say, you know, remember for a couple thousand years, the majority of the world wanted to be like America. And now it seems like over the last dozen or 15 years, it seems like now America wants to be like the rest of the world. We've kind of stepped out of that leadership role uh, a vacuum, if you will. And I think Daniel will talk about that a little bit today. And China has stepped into it, has stepped into it. And if you don't believe me, you know, I've had people from China go to my training. I We do, a, a, I've been doing what I do for 28 years, likeitmatters.net. And I've uh, everything we do is by referral only up until now. So everybody that's ever been to my training has known somebody that changed their life and impacted their life greatly. Uh, and then they sign up for my class. They know very little, and they go. And so I've actually had people from China go, and I had this one woman, I'm not going to say her name because you never know who's listening, Uh, and she flew uh, the full day just to come to my training, got there the day before went to my training, and then stayed over uh, a few few days with her boyfriend who had referred her to our training. And uh, on social media about two, three weeks ago, she had sent us this uh, little clip that we're going to play for you in a moment that was circulating around on facebook and she was stunned she said this is what the world doesn't know this is the programming. this is the propaganda this is why i quote joseph goebbels a lot and what we've done in this country is we've done the same thing we have created this propaganda machine it's called our media it's now let's be honest part of the democratic party you can't say it's not you might not like it you may not you know want to hate trump and don't want to admit that you know what's going on but just the reality is uh, the media now has went from reporting news to creating news to directing opinions to making you feel because their number one outcome is they got to destroy donald trump uh, i mean look at uh, look at uh, our our media taking sides with China over our president whether you 're talk about the nBA that won 't criticize China because they got billions of dollars tied up in China or Hollywood who again changes their movies just so Hollywood will play them in uh, the Chinese Republic, or whatever they call it there. I guess it's not a republic, whatever it's called, the country of China. And so there's a lot going on, but go ahead why don't you play this at that one minute Chinese propaganda piece.
7: In many movies, one single American can save the world. However, in reality, when the mankind facing a big crisis, it is China who stands out and save the world. Up to now, we have helped 82 countries and organizations worldwide. Among them, some are old friends, but some are not so friendly to us, Before, But still, we decided to stretch out our helping hands to all of them, despite the fact that we are recovering from the epidemic ourselves. Because for many of these countries, China is their last and only hope. Without the help from China, they probably would never be able to survive this pandemic. So that's why we say today's China is more than the country itself. It is very much part of Asia as well as the world.
6: Wow. I mean, it sounds like it's right out of a John Wayne movie, right? Sounds like it's right out of Hollywood, right? The music, the the patriotism, the nationalism. The problem is, um, it's not America. It's China. Uh, and today we're going to hear uh, from Daniel Wagner, and we're going to talk about a lot of things. I mean, a lot of people don't know that there's something called the Belt uh, Belt Road Initiative. That's uh, actually Daniel's new book coming out. And a lot of people don't know the money that's being spent in South America, the money that China is spending in Africa. And what they're doing, they're building roads, they're building infrastructure, Uh, they're getting an ownership, if you will. Uh, You know, 5G, this whole 5G is written by a Chinese company, they're putting in the infrastructure for free for all telecommunications. Interesting, right? I mean, how about the NBA? Remember the big rough about the NBA that they won't criticize anything going on in Hong Kong? They won't criticize China. Why? Because China won't allow them to play basketball in there, and they lose out in the billions or trillions of dollars available. How about China's expansion in the South China Sea? And here we are in a presidential election, and you got Joe Biden hiding in a bunker in his house. Uh, can't even string two sentences together. And you really think that he's going to be able to combat the threat from China. You see him sitting, across negotiating. I mean, oh my gosh. And his son Hunter's made millions of dollars in China. All his brothers have been become wealthy from all his work as VP. I mean, uh, you can hate Trump all you want, but you hate Trump enough to destroy our future and hand it over to the Chinese. Boy, if you have that much hate for one man that you would put your personal opinion against a man against the future of our country, that's a scary proposition. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, after the break, we're going to be joined by Daniel Wagner. And today, we're talking about all things China on Like It Matters Radio. We'll be back in three minutes.
4: I beat China all the time.
3: Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees.
0: Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts
4: Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. You've already been lied to. You've already paid a ton of money to someone who did lie to you. And it's hard to come to someone like me and say, Ariel, I trust that you're going to do what's right for me. This is Chuck McDowell, founder and CEO of Wesley Financial Group, the timeshare cancellation expert. We're not just here to cancel your timeshare completely. We're here to provide you with the best customer service of your life. I deal with clients from all walks of life. I actually have a client right now who is an attorney. I have doctors they were still taken advantage of. And it's not just... The mom and pop, it's everybody faces this. They've been lied to. They are nervous. They're scared. But we're going to get you out of this. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. My name is Ariel. I'm a resolution specialist at
8: Wesley Financial Group.
0: Call now for your free timeshare cancellation kit. 800-619-3377. 800-619-3377. 800-619-3377.
3: Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom, Dr. Viktor Frankl. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a Daily Devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net.
6: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And today, we're going to be focusing on that one outcome called education. Because there's a lot to learn. You know, there's a lot going on in the world. We're so wrapped up in the coronavirus and sheltering at home and wondering who's going to survive and who's not going to survive. uh, That there's a lot of things going on outside of our purview and they've been going on for a long time, and specifically focused around the nation, the country of China. And so uh, we are so blessed because we have a guest who's been with us a couple times before. Uh, Daniel Wagner is a veteran current affairs analyst and Asia expert. He's been traveling to China since 1986 and has visited the country dozens of times. He's worked with some of the largest Chinese financial institutions and state-owned enterprises. Uh, he's CEO of Country Risk Solutions, and a widely published author on current affairs and risk management. He's published seven books, and maybe more than that now, and 300 articles. His latest book that actually is coming out is Belt and Road Initiative. And so let's uh, welcome to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Daniel Wagner. Hey, Daniel, how you doing?
5: Doing well, and good to be back with you.
6: I'm glad to have you here. Man, there is so much to talk about, uh, all things China, you know, and... uh, Real quick, just a little synopsis, if you will, just your opinion. You, you got your, your, your finger on the pulse of China. I mean, uh, right now, what do you think China's overall desire is, China's overall outcome is?
5: Well, I wrote a book on that subject. It's called China Vision, and basically China's overall objective is to create an alternative world order. That is a world order that does not necessarily subscribe to the norms that we have helped create, that America has helped create in the post-war era. Uh, This is all about what does China need and want to do to meet its needs, and it sort of is accustomed to elbowing its way to the front of the line and to rewriting the rules and to establishing, if you will, a new border. It steps over the border two feet goes back one foot two feet again back one foot and before you knew it you have a new border whether that's you know uh, the the way the world works or whether that's uh, simply a matter of geographical perspective as they did in the south china sea
6: so you're you're talking dominance right i mean they they don't want to just be a bit player they want to dominate Is that fair statement you think
5: I do think that's a fair statement, and and to really understand it and comprehend it, you need to go back 150 years ago to when China was the world's largest economy, right? And from the Chinese perspective, they think they're just picking up where they left off 150 years ago, right? And so what we're finding is that China is doing all sorts of things to sort of um, strengthen its position while weakening that of America, They're stealing intellectual property. They're doing all sorts of cyber intrusions. They're building up their military in very significant ways. And all of this is happening while a lot of other countries are sort of either looking the other way or not paying sufficient attention to what's going on.
6: Wow. And it's, these aren't separate acts. That's what I'm starting to see. As I was preparing for the show, I just wrote down some segments I want to talk to you about. And I, I wrote here, AI, South China Seas, uh, investment in things, American things like NBA and Hollywood. I put 5G network. I put uh, South America and African investments in other countries, Italy. Uh, and it's really, these aren't individual actions. This is part uh, of a strategy. Uh, like you had just laid out all the things that the, the stealing of intellectual property. I mean, I remember going all the way back from, uh, I think it was George W. Bush or maybe H.W. Bush, where talk about Chinese, uh, intellectual property, stealing property, how you could get videos in China, uh, black market videos before movies were released in America. You could actually have them there, uh, technology being stolen. And, and then also on the negotiating with China. I remember hearing it's so hard to do with China because, you think you got a deal? Uh, you ready to sign it? And then they backtrack on something, and they, they're just huge negotiators. And as you, as I'm looking at this, and you know a million times more than I do, and these seem to be well formulated, well strategized issues. Nothing by itself, but part of a master strategy. Is that fair to say?
5: It is, and I, I want to start by in answering that question by saying that Mr. Trump had it exactly right. When he said back in 2017, he doesn't blame China for doing what it's doing. He blames successive U.S. administrations for allowing it to happen. I totally agree with that. And I'm totally in favor, by the way, of uh, taking China to task the way Mr. Trump has done it. The, The reason is, you know, some people object to his tactics, but they really don't do very well with a please and a thank you. They sort of have to be smacked upside the head with a two by four to get their attention. And that's exactly what he's done here. I don't see America uh, changing its tune vis-a-vis China anytime soon, and I certainly hope that we don't, regardless of whether Mr. Trump stays in power or he is replaced in January. Now, that all said, uh, we should understand that this broader spectrum that they have are devoting tremendous resources to making this stuff happen. Let's take the AI subject, for example. They're investing something like $150 billion in the development of AI so that they can become supreme in the global AI race in this decade. You know, we get excited when we put, you know, $100 million into an AI venture. they, They go for scale. And to their credit, you know, they're putting their money where their mouth is and they're devoting these tremendous resources to getting things done. That's what we're up against. They have a big advantage over us. And that is that they inherently, because of the nature of their system, have the ability to successfully mix resources from the public sector with resources from the private sector. It's sort of automatic for state-owned companies and other linkages that they have in the private sector, which means when they're pursuing AI, for example, they have the benefit of the utilization of both sectors to getting to that objective. Take us by comparison, the Americans, We have, you know, tremendous efforts in the public sector and in the private sector, but we don't do nearly as much together. If we did, I think we'd really be giving China a run for their money.
6: Wow. You know, I was reading on Amazon about, I think, was it your first book, The China Vision, China's Crusade to Create a World in Its Own Image? Was that your first one? Yes. Yeah. And I was reading just what they had on Amazon. And your last, the last paragraph of the explanation was understanding the Chinese government's motivations and actions will be more important than ever going forward. The book is broad in scope and includes chapters on the global economy, Asia, South China Sea, the US, the Middle East, cyber warfare, and AI. Readers will benefit from Wagner's decade of experience in Asia and his own unique lens from which to analyze and interpret international relations. Uh, stunning that China, and you said this at the end here, China seeks to create a world crafted in its own image, which if you go back, if we go back to what, you know, know, America reaching its arm out, wanting to be the police of the world, wanting to, you know, 90% of all ministries are funded around the world through America. You know, we want to be that shining light on the hill, as Reagan would say. But it seems like China has the same exact mission that we used to have. We don't have that mission anymore. But the difference is, we are so double-minded. There are really clearly two Americas now. We're double-minded. Yesterday I did a show called Double-Minded, and I teach the power of focus. And when we focus on one thing, you know the old saying, an eagle that is focused on two prey will lose both. But China seems to be singularly Focused on one outcome, and as you said, they're putting all their resources—socially, financially, militarily—all uh, those in one outcome. And uh, if you were to grade them, I don't know—I would give them an A. What would you grade them on their on what they're doing, based on their outcome, not on whether we like it or not, but based on their outcome?
5: Well, I mean, in terms of what their overall objective is, yes, we would get an A grade. That can be broken down into different subcomponents. You know, are they are they uh, you know, putting more chips uh, toward toward uh, de- developing their military? I, I mean, I don't know how many people would have seen the uh, very impressive display back in October in Beijing, celebrating the 70th anniversary of the Chinese Communist Party. They had a military parade like you've never seen before, and they displayed many for the first time of these weapons that we had no idea that they even had. Where we did have some idea. It was a well-kept secret on this side of the Pacific. You know, hypersonic gliders and you know the world's biggest missile and all these various things that you know sort of blow you away. Most people don't realize, for example, that China already has the world's largest navy. They just don't have the ability to project themselves militarily like we do because they don't have a blue water navy. They don't have all those aircraft carriers, etc. But now they have three of those. So they're just going at warp speed on a lot of this stuff, and uh, we really need to devote resources in a very
6: strategic way to try to counter them. Wow. And uh, with us being so double, double-minded, I, I wonder if we can put resources to anything right now, because even the coronavirus thing, I mean, uh, depending on how you feel about this guy, the president, uh, whatever he does, you've got a majority of the media says you should do the opposite and whatever it's so we're so fractured and splintered and Are so we get ready to go to heart hard break but what i want to do when we come back is go through a list you've already covered ai and i want to tie that into the military that you just talked about because i think one uh kind of covers the other a little bit we'll talk about that i also want to go into the belt and road initiative now i understand why your new book is called that after just doing a little bit of research i get i'm like why would he call a book belt and road initiative now i get it. after doing a little research <laughs> Uh, and also, I want to talk about this 5G thing. We will open the, the the phone lines to guests if anybody wants to ask a question of Daniel. After the break, it'll be 651-289-4466, 651-289-4466. I am Mr. Black with guest Daniel Wagner talking all things China. We'll be back in three minutes. the dude minds this will not stand you know this aggression will not stand man over the
4: line
5: i'm beginning to smell a big fat conny rat
8: Good in the Hood is a nonprofit ministry that inspires intentional kindness. Good in the Hood influences and impacts individuals, families, and entire communities for good by providing essential groceries, encouragement, and hope to people across the Twin Cities experiencing food insecurity. Today, financial burdens are overwhelming, and many families with children are struggling to put enough food on the table. Good in the Hood has experienced a 300% increase in food inquiries. To meet this need, Good in the Hood is stepping up by nearly doubling its capacity to offer critical food and support to over 7,500 people across the Twin Cities every month. None of this would be possible without generous donors like you. With your help, God's love is experienced in practical ways to the many hungry and hurting individuals and families in our community. Together, we can change lives and entire communities for good. You can make a difference. Learn more at goodinthehood.org. That's goodinthehood.org. Here's what business owner
3: Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees.
0: Since then they have been on fire they have been committed as a team absolutely changed they are energized in a way that is is off the charts different and better than we ever had before first of all best investment i ever made secondly we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included.
4: 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life.
2: Victory at all costs, victory in spite of all terror, victory however long and hard the road may be.
4: I beat China all the time.
1: Mr. President, we must not allow a shaft gap. Amen. Amen.
6: I am Mr. Black. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio informational, educational, and applicational. And today we're going to be f- focusing on one piece of educational, and we're getting ourselves educated on China uh, and the role that they're playing in the world, and much of it is going unbeknownst to most Americans. And so we are blessed to have author and uh, expert, if you will, uh, Daniel Wagner. Thanks again, Daniel, for joining us. My pleasure. So... Um, Real quick, uh, I, I I was reading your article. That's one thing I did do this morning. The, the America-China divide, the race to control the world. Uh, you had talked about that. Uh, but why are American companies still operating in China? You know, you had put this article you wrote April 22nd on the Fair Observer, and you posed that question. Because in order to do business in China, there are a lot of things that American companies allow. Is that correct?
5: Yeah, so Scott, basically it goes like this. Uh, China opened its doors back in the 90s to uh, the world's companies, and they all went flooding in because they were all you know, seduced, if you will, by the idea of 1.2 billion customers. That's how many there were back then. There's 1.4 billion now. But they didn't really think too much about what kind of price they might pay by going into China the way they did. And China basically took advantage of the world's companies, American companies among them, by basically saying – you have to have a joint venture partner. You have to produce your own uh, foreign exchange. We're not going to you know, dip into our foreign exchange to let you bring your profits home. And a whole bunch of other stuff that these companies would never agree to. But this is China. And so labor costs were cheaper 30 years ago there. You might almost be able to justify it, saying, you know, this is a great way to do mass manufacturing, et cetera. But now that's no longer the case. China is no longer a cheap place to do business. Its labor costs are no longer competitive with any other countries in the developing world. And I basically asked the question in the article, why are these companies still there? I mean, so many of them have had their management expertise and their technical expertise stripped from them, only to be handed over to Chinese companies. So many of them have chased an elusive profit, which may never happen. If it did happen, it might take a decade or more to get to it. So many of them have joint venture partners who are nothing but trouble. Their judicial system is nothing but trouble. You can't get a fair trial in in China. So I really don't understand why so many of these companies are there. Why don't American companies just come home?
6: Amen. Amen and it's about money and when you talk about american companies i want to make sure people understand it. i'm going to give you a couple of names of american companies that technically aren't companies but they could be the nba the nba mm. i mean how uh, did you know anything i mean how much revenue do you know that the nba makes off of china are you are you aware of those figures at all i'm not but i'm pretty sure it's substantial yeah i mean i, I watching the news and when the NBA people are, are being told to shut up, and uh, people that criticize the Chinese government over things like Hong Kong, I mean, they were brutalized by the NBA and by team members. So I've got to believe that there, there's a lot of money the NBA is making from China. i got to believe that.
5: Sure, that's absolutely the truth. There's a lot of money that a lot of entities on this side of the Pacific make from China. Uh, there's no question about that, but you know the NBA's treatment was really no different than almost any other entity that would be treated if you dare to criticize the Chinese Communist Party. Normally, you know, if you're Chinese and you criticize the party, they just throw you in jail. Um, otherwise, they make your life rather difficult. And that's another basic question that I have: It's like, you know, what kind of, what kind of an environment do these companies want to operate in? Do they, you know, is, is the pursuit of profit so important that? The, they're willing to sacrifice their freedom and their freedom of speech to, you know, go do something there. I think we've lost sight in, in a pretty significant way as a, as a country, certainly a lot of companies, about what's really very important here. And we're so focused on the pursuit of profit and quarterly income and all that kind of stuff that sometimes we lose the bigger picture.
6: Wow. And, and I read that even in Hollywood, that Hollywood changes their movies, in order to be allowed to show in 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 china including i mean backs of jackets and the emblems i mean is there actually a whole um government entity that actually goes through every film and changes it before it's even allowed to play in china is there something like that going on
5: absolutely every frame is reviewed and it's not uncommon at all to have these pictures modified and edited. In some way so that it's acceptable and so that there's not even a hint of criticism of the chinese communist party think of it this way scott Um, this is a really interesting statistic that is uh, most people don't realize it but there's only six percent of the chinese population that actually belongs to the chinese communist party that means that 94 percent do not and an interesting way to think about this is that also means, in theory, that 94% of the Chinese people are complicit in allowing the Chinese Communist Party to continue to operate. Because by not criticizing, by not objecting, etc., well, what are they doing? They're playing along. Now, there is a social contract that the Communist Party has with the people over there. And it basically goes like this. We will give you a better life. We will protect you and we will protect the country. And in return, you be compliant and obedient towards us. Now, that is under real scrutiny right now because of COVID-19. Very, very clear that the Chinese government did not tell the truth about how this thing evolved. They did not tell the truth about the reporting of the numbers and any number of other things. And as a result, we have a global problem and there's been 84,000 Americans who've been killed If they had been transparent, this would be less of an issue. But more to the point of what I'm saying, there's a lot of people in China who are basically saying, hey, you're not keeping your end of the bargain here. And the Chinese Communist Party is under severe pressure as a result.
6: Wow. And, and, and for us to compete with that, we're playing under different roles. I mean, uh, I know China, I mean, uh, President Trump would love to function under the same rules. Anybody that criticizes him <laughs> goes to, uh, we'd have no media. We'd have very little left of a media. And, uh, you wouldn't have any more Hollywood movies because most of them would be in prison. But, man, it's really hard to deal when we're dealing with a democracy, a republic, technically. Uh, to where, you know, you got the press, you got basically the press is now a part of the, one of the parties, whether you agree or disagree, it's part of one of the parties. Uh, and its entire point is to put out information that makes this man look bad and whether, whether it's true or not, I mean, that's beside the point here. Uh, and it's just interesting as I'm playing this out, I'm a man of vision and I don't see how those two things come together where we can actually compete, uh, head to head with China. It's just, to me, it's worrisome, and what about companies like Google and Facebook? These are no longer American companies, these are international companies, and I'm sure you've done a lot of research, but it seems like Google is okay doing everything for the Chinese government, uh, including uh, controlling the environment, controlling the population, and yet they resist even working with our military. So how, how does America overcome this?
5: Well, again, the pursuit of the profit is the real problem here. I'll give you an example that happened in the 1980s. This is a true story. Bill Gates goes over to Beijing and he says to them, hey, I'd love for you to use Microsoft over in China. And they said, sure, we'd be happy to, but we need your source code in return. And you know what? He gave it to them, which means that people who use Hotmail and MSN, the Chinese can see everything that we're doing as a result of what he gave them for permission to be able to operate there in the 1980s. Let me just say a couple of things about what you said just now. Mm-hmm. Uh, my own view is that there's a terrible lack of critical thinking in the American society and among the American people. Yes, that you know, we're fractured, we're divided, there's left and there's right, etc. But if people would just put their thinking caps on and ask themselves whether what they're being told on the media makes any sense, and if they would question what it is that they're being told, I think we'd have far fewer problems. Let me say one other thing about that. And that is, this is a critical point. As a result of being as fractured as we are as a society, we are just opening the door for China to just waltz in and pretty much do whatever it wants in the rest of the world. We don't have unanimity in our policy. We are withdrawing from things like the Trans-Pacific Partnership and the Paris Agreement. And what that's doing is allowing China to just walk in and take up where we left off. The same is happening now with the WHO, the World Health Organization. Mr. Trump rightly said that the WHO head was skewed toward China. I talk, talked about that in some of my written work as well. It's absolutely true. But every turn, you know, we withdraw our funding. And what happens? China picks up the slack. They become more influential in a place like that. So I think we need to think long and hard about some very, very basic things about how we communicate in our society and the costs that we're inflicting on ourselves by virtue of our fractionalism.
6: Wow. That's so powerful what you said there, because uh, like you said, President Trump is right that they are swayed, they are being influenced, and yet any normal person would say, you know what, then we're going to take away our money. But now what that does, it actually plays into their hands as well. And now allows them to pick up, because when you put up the money, you have power. I mean, I think it was uh, one of the founding fathers said, when you can learn how to take the, the national treasury uh, and buy votes, it's over. And that's basically, China's doing the same thing. With their, with their money comes influence and comes power, correct?
5: Indeed. So if you look at it this way, uh, you know, we're on a chess board, a global chess board. We're playing chess, but China's playing three-dimensional chess. They're just going way beyond what we're doing, and they are so accustomed to planning well in advance, you know, five, ten decades in advance. And we're sitting here very focused on quarterly earnings and, you know, the next uh, presidential election. We don't have the long
6: term orientation that they do, and that's also very much a disservice to ourselves. Amen, amen, wow so, so powerful, so much to talk about We're getting ready to go to a hard break um, Afterwards, after the break I'd like to go into the 5G thing uh, Why it's such a big deal Why so many people are afraid of it And also go into the Belt and Road Initiative Specifically the investment that China's making In other countries like South America, Africa In their infrastructure uh, I am Mr. Black, we're talking with Daniel Wagner, Wagner All Things China We'll be back in three minutes
3: The stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom, Dr. Victor Frankel. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net.
1: The team at Blue Ox Heating and Air wants you to know that they're open and they're here to care for our community. As an essential service provider, they will continue providing heat and air conditioning services during these trying times. They've always practiced the highest standards of health and safety, including wearing gloves and shoe covers. They've now added wearing masks, social distancing, and stringent sanitizing to keep your family safe. When you call, they're screening during the scheduling process to provide an extra layer of protection. Blue Ox Heating and Air, providing legendary safe service to our community. With the worldwide pandemic and stock markets plummeting, now is the time to listen to a voice of reason. No fear-mongering or speculation, just straightforward talk about how to retire during unprecedented times. Get it right here Saturday afternoons at 3 and Sunday afternoons at 1 on the Sheila Franks Financial Hour or call Sheila today at 763-545-5555. Investment advisory services offered through AE Wealth Management, LLC.
7: but some are not so friendly to us, Before, But still, we decided to stretch out our helping hands to all of them, despite the fact that we are recovering from the epidemic ourselves. Because for many of these countries, China is their last and only hope. Without the help from China, they probably will never be able to survive this pandemic.
6: The dude minds. This will not stand, you know? This aggression will not stand, man. Over the line! I'm beginning to smell a big fat conny rat. I am Mr. Black, and you are under construction of the Like It Matters Radio Network. We're blessed to have Daniel Wagner with us, talking about all things China. Hey Daniel, before we go any further, how how if someone wanted you to speak or, or wanted to, to, to get a hold of you, how would they connect with you?
5: I have all of my published work and all of my uh, biographical information on my website, which is countryrisksolutions.com, and also my books are all uh, on Amazon. I have my own page on
6: Amazon. Awesome, awesome. And uh, email address, what's your email address if they want to get a hold of you?
5: Sure, it's Wagner at countryrisksolutions.com. Thanks for asking, awesome. Scott. Awesome.
6: You're welcome. Hey, and I was reading uh, this article, I was kind of scanning this article on the break about why our American companies still operating. I'm just going to go some of the data you said. By 2000, China had already established a near-monopoly status on the manufacture of a whole range of products. Uh, just a decade ago, you said 91% of all personal computers... of all air conditioners, 74% of global uh, solar cells, 71% of cell phones, and 60% of all cement were produced in China. Now with this global pandemic, we know that I think at 94% in America of American antibiotics come from China. And I think of the figure was like 80% of all pharmacological based products that are needed to make medicines are produced in China. We have a supply chain issue, yes?
5: We have a huge supply chain issue on a whole number of things. And we really have done this to ourselves, right, Uh, by allowing this to happen. That being said, between China and India, I think virtually 100% of these medicines are are produced uh, overseas, that's another argument for bringing this stuff home. I mean, there are certain things that you just can't put a price on. Certainly health is one of them. Certainly medicines are one of them. How many of us take vitamins and prescription medicines without even thinking about where it comes from? There are a bunch of problems out there. That's a big one.
6: Yeah, which brings us to this whole 5G thing. What is it? Huawei? I don't remember the name of the company. Um, Huawei or something. What, what's the Huawei, big deal yes. with 5G? Go ahead. So
5: the issue with Huawei is basically that this is a a government-linked company that has access to very sensitive information from companies and governments all over the world. And here again, I think the Trump administration was right on in saying that we will not be having any Huawei products in our government operations. And we've urged so many of our allies around the world to do the same thing. A few of them have said they would. But here again, it comes down to dollars and cents, or in this case, euros, because for example, the German and UK governments have said, well, we'll, re- we'll uh, restrict Huawei from the most sensitive parts of our government communications, but not entirely. And that really, I think, sends the wrong message. Huawei ma- maintains that they uh, are strictly a private company. That's not the case. There are laws in place in China, national security, cybersecurity laws, which were passed in the last three or four years which basically say that any private Chinese company and any company operating in China has to fork over to the government any information that the government deems as related to national security, which is the most sensitive of these information. And, of course, let's not forget on the cybersecurity front, China has been responsible for some of the most notorious hacks in American history, the Office of Personnel Management, Marriott, Anthem et cetera, et cetera. They've got so much information on uh, adult age Americans that we don't have any secrets from them anymore.
6: Wow. Wow. And we got about five minutes left. I want to go into your, your new book that's coming out, uh, Belt and Road Initiative. And I know it's based on that uh, China is investing in infrastructure of countries around the world. Why don't you talk a little bit about that, please?
5: Sure. Actually, the title has not yet been decided, but the topic certainly is the Belt and Road Initiative. And I'm I'm actually writing that book now. It should be out in the fall. But basically, the Belt and Road Initiative is a trillion-dollar initiative that the, the Chinese government rolled out in 2013. And what it is an effort to do is basically enhance its soft power. It's investing in infrastructure and other projects all over the world in about 70 countries. And the unfortunate part is that in the process of enhancing their own soft power, their own influence in these countries, they've, in, they've indebted so many of them with tens of billions of dollars of loans that have been lent that have to be repaid to desperately poor countries which don't have the ability to repay it. So what happens? They practice something called debt-trap diplomacy, which basically means that when inevitably these governments cannot repay these debts, They seize the assets in their own countries, whether it's a port or whether it's a railroad or other strategic sensitive investments that are very important to these countries.
6: The Chinese end up seizing them and owning them in these other countries. It's just outrageous. Wow. And you talked before about how they're pretty good at commanding, commandeering ports around the world anyways for the shipment of stuff. And so that's a pattern you said has been going on for a while as well. Yeah, that's not only going on in places like Pakistan
5: and Djibouti, where they have some very, very strategically located ports. It's also going on in Europe, where they are purchasing uh, percentage ownerships in some of the most strategic ports throughout Europe. It's creating a whole host of problems. For example, if you're if you're an American military ship and you're accustomed to docking in a port in Europe... Now you have to think about security issues that you never had to think about before. So, you know, they're very crafty about what it is that they're doing. It's a divide and conquer strategy where Europe is concerned. They're negotiating separately with countries. They're leaving the EU out of it to get what they want and do what they want to do. And they're
6: getting away with it. Wow. And, you know, last question. We've got about two minutes left. But, uh, you know, i, I got to be honest with you. I don't want to be political here. I do my best not to be political. I talk culturally, and I think there's, like you said, people need to learn to think and not be told what to think. That's one of the reasons for this radio show. Education to me, I'm using Albert Einstein's definition, not the learning of mere facts, but the training of the mind to think. And when I think about this election coming up and I think about the two people, Joe Biden or Donald Trump, I know there's a lot of people have been hate Donald Trump. He gives a lot of reasons for people not to like it. I get it, and you got an entire media, or should say eighty to ninety percent of the media, just destroys him daily for four years. Well, um, I just I, I'm scared when I see the old establishment, what God is here, and uh, the Joe Bidens of the world negotiating with Z, and we're, just because we don't like Donald Trump, we're going to do such detrimental damage to our future. That be honest with you, that, that worries me a lot. Worries me a lot, Daniel.
5: (laughs) You know, you you should be worried. We should all be worried. I'm mostly worried by a couple of things. One is that the spirit of bipartisanship has just been disintegrated over the last one or two decades. It wasn't so long ago, you know, in many of our recent lifetimes, just a generation ago, where it was very accustomed for Democrats and Republicans to find a common solution to these problems. That's just gone by the wayside money politics has invaded the entire process. The media is what the media is. I mean, I don't even recognize my country anymore, and it disturbs me greatly. I would love it if more people would stand up and say, I reject both of these parties. Let's not forget, 45% of the American voting public are independents. Many of them gravitate virtually all of them gravitate to Republicans and Democrats because we don't have an independent party that gives them an option. I'm just mystified about how we're going to get ourselves out of the hole we've dug.
6: Amen, amen. I, I agree. So uh, you are such a great uh, guest, uh, really, you know a th- couple times we've talked really have a lot of respect for you, your intelligence, your your way of thinking. So I want to thank you so much for bringing your knowledge, your expertise to uh, to our listening audience, and uh, look forward to the next time we can talk. Okay, Daniel. It was a real pleasure. Thank you so much, Scott: All right, have a great day. You know, ladies and gentlemen, this is what it's about. This is not about whether you like somebody or don't like somebody. This is really about a bigger picture. And as Daniel said, and we didn't talk politics, you heard that. We, didn't, we weren't getting political, but he, he's right on, and he's a thinking man. He's a logical man. That We need to get beyond being told who to hate and how to hate, and that's what I win and you lose, this team philosophy, this tribe mentality. And we got to look at the big picture. Who would you rather want negotiating with the Chinese? Joe Biden, who can't get out of his bunker in his house? Or Donald Trump, who, like he said, is, is pretty tough, right in your face, and knows how to negotiate.
5: Are you talking about I don't care.
6: Yeah, I don't care how you treat people. This is a bigger picture right now. This is the survival of the American way of life. Food for thought. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does
2: It's time to stand with Israel. Sebastian Gorka here, inviting you to register for a life-changing trip to Israel. December 2nd to 11th. Join me, my friend Mike Lindell, and hundreds of patriots on the Stand With Israel Tour, a journey to the Holy Land to get first-hand insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. On the Stand With Israel Tour, history, culture, and faith will converge right before your eyes in a truly remarkable country. I'll take you behind the scenes to explore over 40 iconic sites during an all-inclusive 10-day tour this December. We'll pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the picturesque sea of galilee float on the dead sea explore modern tel aviv and much more best of all we'll be together with like-minded supporters of the nation of israel reserve your spot today and travel with me on the stand with israel tour
1: secure your spot today for the stand with israel tour at freedom 1570.com that's freedom 1570.com